Good morning. Morning. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> That's great. People are overjoyed, I'm sure. I'm back. I'm back in the. I was going to say back in the U of the K. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm back. Uh, I was going to say I hot footed it back to, to Bramall Lane, but I didn't. I got in uh, sort of two, three, three, three a.m. in the morning uh, and, and had a bit of a rest. And uh, yeah, back back to back to where I know and love Bramall Lane. You love it. <laughs> you, don't, you don't show it most of the time. Enjoyed it last night. I, I do think those after after pod after match after match pods we 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 were high on emotion and uh, we go one way well I go one way or the other so I think having time to reflect and uh, and ponder is quite useful. Well, I suppose it. I, yeah, I, I suppose once or twice you probably. I remember the, the classic one was the Southampton one, wasn't it? In that first season in Premiership. Did you know? Quiet. I, I thought you were talking to me. I thought you got a new pet name for me. You, you didn't. You didn't like the fact that I was just going to out you for nearly finishing podcast before it had begun. <laughs> back back in the uh, about the second or third we did when you just absolutely yeah. went in on him because uh, we didn't beat an established Premier League side in Southampton. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, maybe maybe it is better for you to have um, have your cooling off period. Yeah, because uh, I'd noticed um, two of the other. Excellent pods, uh, Red Arth and Four Blades in a in a pub of, of done pods. I actually listened to them as I was writing my match board. Oh, done morning. them already? Yeah, think done their pods. Um, pub, which was our old shtick. Um, but yeah, really good. Uh, I, I, I'm going to talk about some of because some of the stuff they said on that um, kind of not stole my thunder. They just had the same opinions as as, as I had. So uh, yeah, it is worth a listen uh, to, to to those. Oh, those no. two. Pods. Nick and Ash stick like Alan, Alan, Nick, Nick and our jokes and uh, and comments, not comments. Like if we could basically, we noticed that if we if we mention something on here, Hal will then um, he started crediting us for it, but he'll he'll then do like a, a question on Twitter about it, like um, famous people you've met on holiday did the other day. I think we could just have anything like I don't know, just. Let's talk about your most, I don't know, your most memorable trip to the toilet. See if he does a tweet on that. And then, yes, yeah, so I'm nicking our jokes. Blades Pod talking about biscuits the other day. Apparently, someone tweeted. I haven't heard. I've not, I've not heard it. I've not heard any of it. I've not listened to any podcast or anything for a week or two. But so yeah, I, I think might as well just quit this. Might move upstairs. Director of podcast. Give I was going to say, um, you, you, your job is. Uh... I was going to say telestrator, televisual coordinator of the uh, of the pictures that that you do um, is under severe threat. After Shoreham View did an amazing job editing one of my, I put a picture on of me in a in a, a piazza drinking a cappuccino with a large croissant that looked like a penis. Um, and uh, yeah, he he did some 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 nifty editing, uh, tremendous work, uh, adding on to travelling's. Uh, Stuff the other week, uh, our, our televisual, te- tele, whatever departments built, building up nicely, outsourcing it, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Another, <laughs> another one nicking our ideas as well, uh, just doctoring stuff and putting Adkins in photos. So yeah, the, like I say, director of pod, move upstairs, easier job. Like get get paid more. You just you just say, oh, you you do this, you say that, and I'll just I just see it as an expansion of the uh, of of the, of the tough tufty world. Because I've got Red Arf, uh who are uh, one of part of that club usa yeah as, <laughs> yeah. as, as will shortly be rebranded 
Yeah, so back back in back in Blighty, and I've got to say, it really is quite clear how ugly British people are compared to Italian people. Um, just having, just like went to the uh, supermarket just to pick a few bits, you know, after you get back in, just nip down the road, and I just, I just stopped for a moment, just thought, we are so ugly. In fairness, though, you were like mincing around Capri and places like that where people like rich people go that have probably paid to have the face better than ours so uh, that, no because i think even just going around just just like just generally just sort of mincing around different places and stuff it, it yeah we we're, we are an ugly an ugly uh... i'm not going to dispute it i think yeah i think because cause i've been to places before i think right this is it now this is this is the country i go to where I, I finally <laughs> no where i finally think we're not as ugly as these because I went. I went to uh, Romania. I fully expected it. Well, I'm just expecting vampires and stuff. That's <laughs> vampires and Dan Petrescu. Um, and got there. They're all good looking as well. Like, wh- where where do I have to go in the world to find people uglier than than, than the UK? Whether it's w- weather, diet, mentality, um, you know. I suppose it's it's the breeding. If you if you've had ugly people for for years, you know, if you've had ugly people for a while, you, it's hard to get rid of them, isn't it? I'm not I'm not talking about going right, to Hitler. Hitler, Germany. I know, I'm going to qualify it, but there are a number of reasons, aren't there, for well, it? But, but well, it's yeah, ugly people and, and massive alcohol consumption. So otherwise, procreating where where they wouldn't do against a bin round back of pop world. So. Yeah, it's just it's it's decades of that, I suppose, isn't it? There, there you go, Hal. Your next uh, Twitter poll: Where's uglier in in the world than the UK? Um, no, I just say after, after we had some comments, people uh, quite quite critical. Uh, we don't know whether it was tongue in cheek about our last pod when I was uh, mooching around uh, my hotel. Uh, Telling people where I was going between the pool and my room and the gardens of uh, um yeah so uh, I don't know whether it was well received or whether it looked like uh, uh, annoying boasting bragging about being on holiday I yeah, hopefully de- achieved de- thing all all those accounts it definitely looked like that I can I can confirm uh but yeah I'm I'm it's it's kind of opened up a new world for us as we've been replaced by a combination of other podcasts and vlogs. Um, we can move into uh, our, our, our real love, which is a uh, travel and um, eating and slagging off the British. So look out for um, I don't know what we call it, something something we, that's out of date within a couple of years, like our, the name for this podcast. You, Richard Iodi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Travel men. There you go. Well, I did actually. Um, I'm going to talk about my holiday a little bit more now. Oh, here we go. You can't I did actually him, go. No, I actually had a couple of days in Naples, and I had. I went to what claims to be the oldest uh, pizza place in the in the world, which is a, a boast uh, indeed. And and I had a had a reasonable pizza there. <laughs> <laughs> Get it on your trip. There, there, there was pictures of uh, what's his face on 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 the wall. Gone, Chef Ram, Chef Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey on the wall in there. But uh, yeah, um, no, I, had a, I had a good time in Naples. Actually, it was quite. It was a religious festival in Italy on Monday night, and it was packed. Uh, Spagan Napoli, um, the the road that kind of intersects the old and the new town, and uh, yeah, Napoli were playing, and uh, 
so like everyone was watching it like in all this kind of bars and and, and sort of restaurants so it was had a real sort of buzz to it and yeah it was good i went to see the uh red Acadra tribute uh as well you know in uh in naples as a tribute <laughs> to because because that's who we've signed isn't it yeah yeah he, yeah very much so ball on a string low center of gravity a little bit fat um, but very skillful. Well, I, I said a cross between King Cladsey and George Donis, but I think I've upped it to Maradona over, over, overnight. Maradona and who, or just Maradona? Yeah. Just Maradona. Maradona and Jose Baxter. Yeah, yeah I had a couple, couple of good days in Naples and then uh, went to see some porn at Pompeii. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's um... It's good. That's that's another good thing, isn't it, is seeing sort of ancient places. Just, just realising that there's always been perverts, aren't they? Yeah. So you find that there's that guy that's uh, encased in ash, knocking one out. It's, it's basically thought, oh shit, I'm gonna die. What what can I do in my life? You can see it all rolling towards you, all this ash and molten lava and stuff. What do I do? What I can I can go and tell people, uh, you know, I love them and uh, it, it's been nice knowing them. I can. I can try and save myself. I can try and save other people. I can I can spread the word. Nah, you know what I'll do? I'll knock one out. <laughs> He's encased in uh, in ash. And to be fair, I don't know how long warning they got, you know, from eruption to it raining Enough. down on him. Enough. But, well, it could have I think you probably got you got more than thirty seconds, so he could have he could have he surely done something else as well. I don't know what unless that was his second or third go. Well, I didn't see that. I saw the uh, all the kind of drawings on the on the wall of uh, various uh, <laughs> things going on, which uh, I enjoyed. It was quite funny seeing all the you know different people from you know other nationalities sniggering and taking pictures the same as us. So it's do good they, that do they snigger <laughs> the same as us, or is it like all the snigger? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, bloody hot though. There, not much, not much covering. They need need to sort that need to sort ground out a little bit as well. I was stumbling all over the place. Yeah, it's, it's they've like got to rack and ruin, haven't they? Yeah. Get get maintenance men in. Get some roofs on some of them buildings. It's straight yeah. up. I made a joke because I was in the uh, was it the, the, the forum uh, saying I, di- I didn't think I'd be going to Hillsborough this season as well. Oh, <laughs> pathetic <laughs> joke. It is a it's it's. It's got to be done, hasn't it? And probably, let's be honest, it's probably in better nick than uh, some of their stands. Yeah, so I had a, had a bit of bit of delays in the uh, in the airport, but we uh, yeah we got back. So no, I, had a, I had a nice trip, and it just feels very strange to be back in uh, back, back back in England. Um, first first few hours, like, oh, this is nice. You know, you come, you get on tarmac at Manchester, p- pissing it down. <laughs> no, but I, I wanted some cool air. Like yeah. uh, I've been hot for like, well, we'd had, we'd had, it'd been really hot, hadn't it, in uh, in Britain for the last few weeks. So I'd had that a week before, and then it's like oh, this is quite nice. That's a bit of rain and stuff, and then like it quickly fades. Like this morning, just really dreary out, and it's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't mind like being really sweaty and and hot and horrible. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd mind it. I've got to look at you. Uh, but so yeah, I know what you mean. It, it's 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 even weirder anyway when you come back if you're not straight back into work, which obviously you're not because you've still got another twelve weeks off or whatever it is. But it's like I think Ooh, that helps you weeks. just readjust back into it and not seem as as weird. It's just hanging around house thinking, oh, I'm here again. Yeah, while, while I was away, there was a new kit released every day. <laughs> Seemed <laughs> like that. My son would just keep turning up, whether I sat laying by the sun lounger or having a meal. New kits out, another one. 
did we release one yesterday and day before that? Did you sing them? Betis then? New kids here. New kids here. Dad, dad, new kids here. <laughs> can't sort yeah. the hotel, can't sort the training ground. But look at this, <laughs> I got a, a lovely little black number. And it is a lovely little black number, although you're not as keen, are you? I know Andy loves it and I think it's good. But... I'm, do you know what? I'm going to blame, I'm going to put the blame squarely on the, the uh, Sheffield's United media uh, that covers likes of Shield and, and, and Hemingway that are basically mm. like, they went to the launch, didn't they, in Italy? Mm. I've had some factory in Italy. <laughs> and uh, imagine that telling you, like, I know like that they have a job as journalists and, uh, you know, like they, they go to different place, do different things. But imagine saying to you, why? I'm off off away. Like, oh, what are you doing? Like, is there a game like abroad that you've got to cover? Like, are you, are you, <laughs> no, I'm going. I'm going to look at new new, new some t shirts. <laughs> look at some t shirts in a factory. It's not really? a bad gig. It's a, it was a bit weird how they did it though. Now you mention it, and that you know that they invited a select few. Um, showed it him, but then obviously no pictures. Not allowed to leave the the factory. Like when um. I mean, Oasis released their third album, weren't it? And then people were only allowed to review it after listening to it once in a room. Really massive sort Camera, of... Cameras in a box Yeah, right, as they entered the room. Yeah, phone's got to go in here, all through airport security. It's a bit big. Well, it's probably more so they couldn't take photos at sweatshops where they're doing all bad stitching. But, um, yeah, just what a weird thing. It's not like, like with some massive sort of multinational concern that all oh, these people all over the world want in this it's just like yeah you'll sell about five thousand in sheffield well done no i i, I like all three kits i mean I, we probably got some criticism for the wake it saying it was a bit we, we were probably one of the few that were all or fewer that were not as as, as uh impressed by it. but i think that was more down to the fact it was a bit bit too much like the home love, kit. Love or, the kit. No, look yeah. love the kit. Great design. Looks really good. But it's it is very similar to the to the home kit. But that's that's where the money spinner of the third kit comes in, I suppose. Well uh, the, the the tweets and messages again from the, the media guys were like, oh, wait, wait till you see this third kit. Because I think you said something like it's like nothing you've ever seen before or well, it's a bit out there sort of thing. So I was expecting something, you know, no problems with third kit being a bit radical and, and being a bit, you know, trying something. Radical <laughs> teenage well, well, mutant you know, ninja I mean... turtles on it, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, it's the same kit as we had last season, just with gold piping rather than ah, uh, you know what it piping. is. You, you know what scene is radical now? It's the return of the collar, isn't it? I think, and I think that's what, and I think that's what, what one of the biggest reasons why I like it. Shirts always had collars, didn't they? Back in sort of it when when they took it off was like oh. Took a bloody colour off and put some bloody laces on. You have laces in your boots, not in your colour. Don't know who that was. Um, and yeah, I've always liked a shirt with a collar. I think it's it was a sad day when it became the norm to just have that crappy just t-shirt neck, but the neck. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I, I like it. I, I I like the goalie kit even better. Beauty, well, the maroon, maroon yeah, ensemble. Wear, wear that to work. Took it in me um, smart casual jeans. So yeah, I I don't know. I think the hype had been like I was expecting three absolute bangers, and we've got three perfectly acceptable, good kits. But uh, I'm a harsh kit critic, so I would have liked. There's not one where I've gone, wow. What would it take to make you say, wow? Anyway, 
I don't know. I don't know. It's not happened yet. One, one day. <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. So uh, yes, we had the kit. Uh, any any other any other things to discuss? Before well, we've still got to... that hater. Uh, we, what we, hater? We, you, you know, you know, I gained his two haters, but I post tweeting drunk, and uh, two people took exception to it. One guy realised it was just a joke, and he's like, he's sort of gone away. Other guy still at us. I think he thinks we're obsessed with the Wilder because we called Tufty Club. I, I, it's like this guy, he just doesn't realise we're just lazy and um, and we've got a stupid name. But yeah, if you're listening, it, David Webster, no relate. Well, I think no relation. Could be my uncle. Could could have took exception to. Him. He's like, I oh, know, I'll get him. I, I've, I've hated him all all his life. I'll I'll get him on Twitter. Constantly on it. So yeah. Any anyone else who wants to form? You can't a... please everyone, though, can you? Can't Hopefully please we anyone. Don't please, we don't please at <laughs> all. But uh... just ask our wives. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it's that's that's going well. And then um, yeah, and then Benjamin Bloom sat on my root row yesterday. I didn't I didn't know where there. Someone someone that's on your what on my row. All <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> Not on my column. He's a good um, looking guy, actually. He is. I mean, it, it, it was basically on the very end of my row, and. I, as I as I came like excuse me went, went past him looked at him I just thought oh I recognise him but I thought I recognise him from from the end of my row <laughs> if uh, if we're going to go with that as the the new euphemism and um wait until I got to my seat I thought oh yeah it's him and he is he's a, he's a handsome guy in the flesh handsome hairy height challenged <laughs> I'm just going for things beginning with H. Yeah, good, good, good looking, good looking bloke, and and he seems to always bring us looks. I don't really watch or listen. I've said this before. I don't watch uh, blogs and podcasts and stuff like that. But I've caught a couple of his, and he, he seems to love us. And I think yeah, we always do pretty well bit, when he comes as well, doesn't he? Bit of a good look charm, I say, and he, he he he's very good at what he does. I don't know whether it is he's like living now. So obviously, a few people have have gone on and have been very very successful, and uh, but he seems really. You know, still quite understated and still quite kind of da- down to earth with it. So uh, no, I, 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 I like I see bits and pieces of his stuff and I like him. And uh, I think he'd, he'd ask for any pod recommendation. And Tra- Traveling Blade said they should listen, he should listen to <laughs> us. But did he describe us like Ricky Gervais show or something on XFM? Yeah, he's 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 done this before, and I said, "Well, what are you on about?" And I've never I've never heard any of that. I've only seen a bit of The Office. I, I, you know, I, I watched Afterlife because, I, you know, like everyone else, I got Netflix over lockdown and just watched basically everything on it. Um, but yeah, not not seen too much Gervais or Merchant or or whatever. Seen a bit of Idiot Abroad. Um, and I said, "What are you on about?" You see, see, oh, you just you just very similar in what ways? So I asked him, "Who's who?" He says, "You're Gervais." Uh, Everyone thinks you're a cunt. I think is what he said. Um, you know, he said you're He's in control urban, and stuff. Um, and then, yeah, he said he basically said Wombles, Carl Pilkington. <laughs> basically, he said he's dense and uh, maybe Carl Pilkington didn't turn up every episode. I don't know. So you're merchant. Yeah. <laughs> Just the, the brains behind the operation. Well, is that what you're, you're driving? I, I don't know. Probably <laughs> stupid accent. Well, when I put one on, um, gormless looking, gormless looking, bit quite tall, tall. Yeah, yeah, bit tall. That's yeah, that's it. It all fits, doesn't it? Well, if you're listening, Ben Bloom, uh, well, he's not going to be listening, is he? Let's not he's waste that breath. Well, he turned. If he was, he'll turn off. What is it like? Twenty minutes in, and we still haven't mentioned football. Yeah, have we mentioned the kit? We've mentioned the kit, I suppose, and oh, and God. I do want to mention as well the Nets, not the not the uh, basketball team from Brooklyn. Um, 
Berlin, Berlin boy, is it? Berlin boy, Berlin blade. There's a couple of them Berliners. It could be nine <laughs> Berliners. like a Baltimore or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few of them, few of them lads out there. Um, yeah, he, he, he mentioned that uh, it's good of uh, UEFA to leave the nets behind. And it, it passed me by this. But it's them proper hexagonal Italian stuff. Basically, it? it's, it's something, and it just shows how much we're just, as you get older, you just stop paying attention and things like that. They're then proper, if, if they'd have been put in in the early 90s, we'd have been practically, well, doing what that guy at Pompeii were doing when he got covered in ash. Because we, you remember after after 1990 World Cup, all anyone would talk about at school were Italian nets. Oh, them nets. They're like squares. They're held up by a string. Oh, and they're lovely. Like, obsessed about nets. Anyway, um, Berlin boy, I think, girl, woman, man, whoever it was, pointing out that, you know, UEFA have left the nets behind from yours, and they are. They're lovely, lovely, lovely nets. So, uh, well done to everyone concerned. We've got a freebie there. That's that's Betis again, isn't it? Well, I'd like to do it if we could keep the bloody nets. We ain't got many nets. We need some of the training ground. If we finish the training ground, we've got the training ground, then we've got some other projects. Then if we get to those projects, we've got those projects. We'll be safe as buying the nets, though. So, if you leave the nets, you can come in. So, yeah, well done. The, the one thing they've not done, I don't really know what this is, um, you know, you said about the, the we talked about the pitch um, after that first home game. I had a bit of a, I had a bit of a look at it around the sides. It looks like it's got alopecia. So yeah, you see exactly, it, like yeah. blotchy bits all around, like the pitch. Like, but the, the main surface, but what have they been doing there? I don't know. Well, they were, after the match, they were sweeping it. <laughs> what are you doing here? Like, what, the what's the state about? Yeah, we've not played sweep for a while, but yeah. So basically, it's all it's all been good for the club and for the for the city and everything. But come November, that pitch will yeah, be oh, right. Yeah. Well, well, good, we've good after all, all, all the rain that they decided to to, to water <laughs> it. Uh, Why isn't there an outside about it? Um, they might have lifted it because it's rained. But yeah, that yesterday, I think, I heard on radio when I was going into work that um, Yorkshire got added to the the list of places with a drought. And surely if you've got a drought, there's a hose pipe ban. But are they hose pipes, technically? I think anything sprinkler related. There'll be some pipes underneath, won't there? But yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe they've got through on a technicality because it's not made out of rubber and it's not bendy. Um, the hose that is. Um, they've they've got got them on a technicality, but yeah. Otherwise, get them reported. Something else we could do within it. A fine from uh, from Yorkshire Water. All right, should we talk about the game? If we have to, yeah. Um, I enjoyed it last night. Yeah, so did I. Tune in <laughs> next week when we don't enjoy it. Uh, um. Well, there was a couple of a couple of changes first in the team. Uh, Sharp was out. It was on crutches uh, in the director's box. Um, saw him as a scoop. Excellent scoop. Crutches in director's box. Sharp, you heard it here first. Or but, uh, but... third. Red off for Sheffield <laughs> and uh, four players yeah. in a football. Of, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know whether they, 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 they have crutches very easily these days, though, football, don't they? they like, they don't take much to put Same them on the they're no, but like they, they take weight off quite. I think that it's kind of standard thing now, isn't it? You see them sometimes when they get in the game, they put them on crutches almost to kind of take take weight off in the so. game. No, when they've come <laughs> off, and oh, sorry, sorry. you see them in the, I've in not the, seen the, that in the in the technical area. I, I don't know, I've, I've not heard how long he's out for, but uh, Brewster was back in, and then we he, he changed midfield, which is a bit of a surprise. He put McAtee in for, for Fleck, which I was pleased about. I thought it shows he's going to do something a bit more attacking. Uh, rather than um, 
you know, we talked about the flat three, but I thought, well, but then I was a bit sick, so oh, he's going to have Berg further back. It might mean Endai playing in a slightly different area. And I think, you know, Four Blades in a pub did an excellent job of kind of discussing that. And, you know, I, th- I think the, the first 20 minutes, it, it seemed like we'd buy putting McAtee in, it shuffled others round, and it made it like, it yeah. weren't really clear who were meant to be where. And uh, it didn't help that nobody could control a football or pass a football for the first 15, 20 minutes. And Sunderland started well. Sunderland were were, were on it. They were pressing his eye. They, they won the tackles. They didn't, I mean, they had... They only had Gooch had an effort that sort of looped up. They had one crossing from Stewart. You know, the, the the lad Sims looked quite strong, but they were the best side comfortably for the first period. Yeah, first first ten or fifteen certainly. And uh, yeah, I agree with you. And and presumably four blades. I don't I don't know what they've said about that, but I I was thinking it's he made a few mistakes with that shuffling them around, as you say. Um, back to Pompey. Um, even the front two, I thought he got them the wrong way around. I think. And die is better when he gets the ball from deep. Uh, Brewster did bugger all when he was more deep. Um, I think he played those two the wrong way around for me. Uh, Berger, as you said, is 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 not as effective for the back he is. Um, and yeah, I think that that fed into it. it two things: it was that the fact that you know it was just all a bit different, and they were sort of finding the feet like four or five of them in, in either first start or different positions. And the fact that they were just on us straight, straight from the off, you know, they were they were sort of high press. You know, you go see ticking the box for the proper um, football uh, analysis. I don't know what it means, but they they were doing that. Um, yeah, they were just pressing us on us at all times, weren't allowing us to play out, um, kicking us a lot, and yeah. it kind of it kind of worked. They were the better team for the first ten or fifteen, like you say. I'd- Fair play to them, though, for their approach. We do see a lot of teams come to Bramall Lane, Millwall one recently, who just sat back, invited pressure, and they had a go. And we talk about that momentum of getting promoted. We had it, obviously, a few years ago. Um, huge away following. Really, I've got to give them credit as fans. Um, and it's a bit cliche to, to say, like, oh, massive, massive fan base, always travelling numbers. But um, they always feel like away ends, like, you know, they are a, a, a big, big club and were noisy. Um, I didn't agree with their take on the referee, but uh, I suppose you would feel like if lots of decisions went against you, but the decisions were right. But um, yeah, um, and I thought, bloody hell, we're, we're in for a bit of a game here sort of thing. And uh, say, But they didn't They didn't have loads of chances. I remember Stewart dragged one wide. We probably had as many chances as them in that first half an hour, even though they'd started the better and... and Probably, you know, we're a bit a bit better in terms of how they use the ball. I think Brewster had a shot that he blazed over there. Another shot that was, uh, you know, straight the keeper after a decent move. And then there was that ball from Norwood to Baldock when he sort of controlled it, and there was appeal for a possible, you know, red red card. I, I don't know. Did you see any contact? You saw he just went down easily. I think he went down easily. I think there were quite a bit of that. I think he's. The the ref the ref was a little bit inconsistent in that he let a few things go that he he pulled up in different areas and and um yeah it wasn't fully consistent which is why I, I could see Sunderland I think there was an incident I think it was towards the end of that first half where we sort of stuck a challenge in on them and you think oh I've seen them give him but I'm glad that he's letting that sort of thing go and then they literally immediately did the same thing and he, and he blew yeah. up and I thought yeah. that's just rubbish refereeing. I either either blow up for both of them. We can't blow up for both of them because it wouldn't have happened. But or let or let them both go. But you can't you can't be inconsistent like that. And I think 
yeah, with with that ball that one, I've seen him give him, but it would have been very, very soft. Uh, but then again, he would give in other things similar to it elsewhere. So, I don't know. Uh, it was a slow start compared to that Millwall game at home where we, we were at it and we pressed them back right from the start. Uh, Red Arf used a phrase that United turtled in the, in the opening spell. Which is turtled. Not Bodacious, dude, going back to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, um, we... We were we were sort of slow and sluggish, a bit sloppy. There was one moment when they played it into Berg, and he just took forever to like turn out and got robbed. And there were there were a few moments like that. I thought the left side. I mean, I didn't see Saturday when apparently the left side were really really bad in the first half. I, I, I thought that, but I thought they did struggle a bit. North Davis and, and Lowe, they, they got down that channel a little bit. The, the big lad Sims up front, um, you know, quite muscular sort of forward. Um, but yeah, it was sort of sort of. It was. It weren't the greatest start, but then obviously the game, the game did change on that completely in two minutes, didn't it? On the on the half hour, and he came out out of nothing. They they sort of knocked the ball inside uh, to uh, Neil, and he just took a bad touch. And he took a bad touch, and then he's like compounded it because he's not seen McAtee uh, come in, and um, yeah, and he's just pulled him back. And like as soon as he did that, like. I looked across and I thought there's no one could get across here. There were no one, no one even in line, I don't think, let alone getting yeah. across. Um, but he didn't mess about, did he? Oh, it was straight on. In fact, <laughs> it was that quick. I couldn't I couldn't tell what car, colour car. I'm having to really sort um, of like um, dunk and dive. Because said, was... He's giving me a yellow. He could have given me a red. I said, now, Bobby, I think he's giving me a red. I just knew by the reaction. But I weren't, you know, he's, he needs to sort his cards out. It, he needs to. I think it needs a better... I don't know. Maybe a better sort of kind. Maybe it needs like a an outline around it, so it contrasts better with the background or something. But I was having to duck and dive, see what it does. Normally, they, they make a bit more. Well, I mean, you know, like a proper theatrics of it striding over, and but you just legged it over. Off you go. See you later. Should there be a different shape for a red and a yellow card? Is that something I've thought of before, or different size? What like a <laughs> different size? Has <laughs> like, to take it and unfold it. <laughs> yeah. It'd be a bit of a you could make it a little bit bigger. You couldn't, yeah. Or what? like, like it's have a shape, a, a, have a circle for a, like, for a red or like, and a or like a cutout of him, uh, like a hand yeah. that's flagging you off, two fingers up, get off, or an arrow or something like that. Yeah, well, put it put it to FA. I'm sure they'll warmly receive that letter. And that's something I've never thought about before. But like you say, when there's you know, we've talked about the different kits and the colours of red and yellow are quite different. But I think you're right. Last night, it wasn't a, the colour didn't seem as clear to you me. You know what it is as well? I think they've... This is ridiculously niche chat, isn't it? But I, I think they've changed the shade of the red card. It used to be proper deep red, you know, yeah, like did, uh, yeah. like yeah. Um, stripes on a Sunderland shirt, something like that. Not ours this year, because you've, as you've rightly pointed out, it's quite a light red this year. Uh, but it's gone like a bit more orangey at red card, I think. A bit too, um, which is obviously a bit closer to yellow. So, um, yeah, it's nothing to do with us getting old and eyesight failing. It's all on FA. So, um, if you're listening, FA or Benjamin Bloom, you can speak to the FA on our behalf. Get them to uh, get the colours right. But, uh, well, we, we scored not long after that, didn't we? It was, um, we, we had a free kick that was deflected out of the corner and then Noah's put in a, a, a pretty good corner into a good area. Um, I will say, if that was my goalkeeper, I'd, I'd be asking big questions. He had a really good game and made some superb saves second half, but watched it back, it's like, it's, 
It's inside. The, it's not even a no, little bit. It's, mid, it's middle of six. Park. It's the middle three of yards. the middle. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It's it's pretty much. I would say, if I were to guess, I would say three and a half to four yards out. Um, fairly central as well. You know, within within the frame of the goal sort of thing. And yeah, it it weren't like he had to tower over people and stuff. He just jumped up and headed it in. And I, I were with you. I would just. I were amazed. Well, first thing I said to my dad after we'd uh, cheered it is. Not if you score an header from a corner in, in the six-yard box. Um, so, yeah, I'm saying brilliant delivery, though. I think that was part of it because it was kind of whipped. I think it started outside six-yard box and curled in. It was it great delivery. But, but a good header as well, showing, great showing header, old yeah. uh, John, Johnny Squarehead. Uh, Red Arf uh, was singing a song about his Squarehead today, if you want to go, Chad, if you want to go and listen to that. And you're not selling uh, it to me today. They're normally great, but Squareheads, Turtles, they get, yeah. they're getting more like off, off the beaten path than us. But, uh, yeah, really good header. And he uh, had a good swear as well, both on the goal. Uh, when I watched it back. Yeah, like I think at the, at the sort of, Effects, uh, Matt, and after the game, he had to apologize for his, his, his effing, uh, after, after effing the, after getting that's that sort of business, yeah, yeah. But no, really good yeah. goal, and as you say, proper directional header as well, i.e., the, the way he's facing and, and into the net. Because I just say, well, they call him squared, we call him Crichton because I think it's more unpredictable. A square head, you kind of can predict what angle it's going to come off it if you've sort of got that Crichton red dwarf head, any angle you just don't know, do you? And, and so it proved well. You know, obviously, most games this season. But he, did you see him Nate start at first half? He kicked it into his own face, Egan. Yeah, and then someone else kicked. I think it were Baldock after it tried to do the same thing, but missed. I think he missed though, Baldock. <laughs> he can't even kick it into his own face. At least, although I he, do Egan, remember that Egan can't miss. He's the only man with a bigger face than me. I think, and uh, I think I don't know if he testing angles of his forehead or whatever, but he just booted it straight into his own face. What lovely moment. And we just, yeah, we've just gone on to that front goal. We'd rather talk about our own player kicking it into his own face yeah. than goal. But yeah, brilliant goal. Great delivery. Great header. Great effort and Jeffin. Well, Matt McAtee just had, had not been very effective at all. He didn't seem to know where he was playing. He kept, he looked like, uh, he looked like a kid, basically, in a man's game. He kept, he kept going techie and he kept like do, doing like that thing, like telling him where to go and stuff. And then he still didn't kind of work it out. And I think he was adapting. I, I think the pace and physicality, they brushed him off the ball a couple of times. He is quite slight. Um, heard someone near me saying, look like that wood bird, like wrote him <laughs> off instantly. Um, but um, he kind of, that that moment when he, he, he stole the ball, obviously led to the red card. He, he did improve after that and he got on the ball. Sent, he had one run down the left with some neat footwork. He, he said himself after the game, he said, I was a bit safe and sort of feeling my way in. And, he had a better a better spell after that at the end of the first half and indeed in the, in the second half till he went off. So he did okay. I would say it was a six, six and a half out of ten. Um, some some promise, but it, you know you probably need to get involved a, a little bit quicker, a, l- a little bit more. But I think that'll that'll come. Yeah, he, as we said, like touched on earlier, along with pushing the other players out of position, they didn't quite look like they were hundred percent knowing what they were doing. He just looked like someone who's not played a game of football in a long time. And he, he but, just yeah. sort of grew into it. But after that, we, you know, we we got well on top. Uh, Low had, had a, you know, had a, had a decent shot. He got forward. No, Davis was there. Um, we just, we kind of exploited that we had an extra man. They'd left. I think they might have considered making a change possibly um, straight after the red card, but we scored immediately. So it was like, well, they needed to leave two on then yeah. up, up top. They, they, they kind of, and fair play to them. They, 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 they kept their 
I think they, they ended up with uh, it was like four three two, wasn't it? And they were they were they were still trying trying to attack, but United kind of took over either side of half time. Um, I thought we looked far better side there. We moved it about quicker. Berg got in the game a lot more. We got us wing backs forward. Um, and yeah, I just, I just thought we, we it, it, it is a, a thing to say, oh, red cards change games, but it was their fault. They made the error. Yeah. You know, and we, and we capitalized and, and then, and then sort of took over. Um, I can't think of any anything else first off you want to add, or should the, we? The only thing to, as that half came to a close, Bulldog just decided he were, I don't know, I can't think of a, a free scoring uh, fullback, but he just, Every time he got near edge of area, just kicked it over well over bar basically. So you know he scored that one good goal, and he? and he's uh, he's after another now. The uncle lost it with that moment, like absolutely lost it because he came back to the edge of the box after they cleared a corner, and he obviously booted it over bar. And he went, "You idiot! <laughs> you, you you got your body position all wrong. You knew it." And I'm like defending it, said, "Yeah, but he scored that good goal last year." He's like. But you just can't, you can't have your body in that. But look at, like, really, like, <laughs> irrationally getting annoyed with me. Like, 30 yards out. I mean, obviously, it was miles over, but, like, that's calming down. Like. I think it, it was a bit, it, it could have done a little bit better, I think. I mean, it was a difficult chance. I'm not expecting him to score it from there. But just the fact that he, he hits the upper tier, doesn't he? It only hits yeah, the yeah, it could have done a little bit better if he kept it in the lower tier. In, in fairness to him, he always seems to. And I don't know if... I don't know if I'm going to keep tabs on this now. He always seems to hit the, the front of the upper tier, you know, where the scoreboard used to be. It's like a, if we could somehow convince him, maybe draw one below, you know, net level, he always seems to hit that. But well, um, that game is playing, is it Brick used to play where he used to try to uh, take yeah. things out? Yeah. <laughs> you were knocking. Break, breakout or yeah, breakout. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, finished first half sort of strongly, 1 0 up, and you're thinking, yep, yeah, you know, it's. You know, it's, it's, it's suddenly changed from us not looking so good to, you know, it's, it's all all turned around. And I thought second half we came out flying. Uh, Berg, just superb, like getting on the ball, obviously could play further forward uh, and even further forward when when uh, Fleck, Fleck came on and dropped back into his position. Um, and we had we had a number of attacks. Ahmed Hodzic, you know, constant involvement down the right, driving forward, bowled up well forward. Uh, and Dyer and Brewster were quite a weird one because we had loads of attacks and loads of good play, but not really through forwards or forwards not really involved. It was kind of other players. Norwood just dictating play left and right. I'd had a really good game. Uh, oh, a few didn't come off, but a lot did come off. And uh, I thought for that first sort of 10 minutes after the break, we, we were excellent. It was strange. Like first half, it was like we got, got our lines wrong. First half, um, Bergen and especially Norwood were were behind centre halves most of the time. You know they were really dropping deep to pick the ball up, and then and then like say after the sending off and onwards, the forwards were sort of behind. You know certainly uh, Amal Hodz, what we're calling him. I've got. I used to be able to say this. Anal. Um, Ahmed Hodzic. Ahmed Ahmed Hodzic. I used to be. Yeah. You're worse than Sinclair. Sinclair's had three or four goals in. You were him again last night and scored. Yeah. Yeah. And he just. I don't know why he's doing it on purpose now. Like, a bit of a parody of himself, almost trying to pretend, oh, I can't say it, so I'll just go... <laughs> my, my problem is, I said it the first, when we signed him, I said, oh, it's easy to say it's Ahmed Hodzic. They uh, say, so yeah, I can say it. Um, but then I decided I was just calling him anal, and I've never said it since that day. So, yeah, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start... I'll start putting some... Yeah, I'm out of practice. and I'll put, put some uh, 
put some work in on that. But yeah, he he were, he were well in front of the strikers half at time. He, he was just came forward all the time, and uh, and and as you say, uh, sort of Norwood dictating things, but not via the strikers. And you know, some midfielders getting forward, and yeah, they just weren't involved. But they kind of didn't need to be, did they? The way we were playing. Uh, we we moved the ball a lot quicker as well. Uh, that that period, we were sort of moving it around, moving it side to side, getting in little gaps. And we'd had a few opportunities, even even. Well, actually, we scored pretty much. It exactly. wasn't that long after half time, was it? Yeah, yeah, Forty seven. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that was a nice move. I think Almahadzic was involved originally. They went to Norwood, came across back to Norwood. Norwood's played that lovely ball sort of down the side, um, and sort of Sandy Burgess. He sort of he's dummied it, and he's, he's he's created a gap. Uh, I've put here Sandy Berger gap, <laughs> which wow, is terrible. Wow, 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 It is a terrible gag, but I enjoyed it. Well done. That is your Sam Matt's face gag for the day. Berger, it sounded like let's pretend. <laughs> no, that's no, that's the wow. The, 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 I know what you mean. I was trying to do the um sort of instrument noise but I couldn't yeah oh, John John Nettles is uh, fuming with you <laughs> absolutely fuming yeah I bet watch yeah, so... that if, uh, I'll, I'll be turning up as a murder on Midsummer Murder don't I Andy Berger gap um, and yeah Amahadzic just got in on it and yeah another another like he needs to, he needs to get get with the programme because not only is he heading the ball into the net from corners he's picking out p- passes into the box putting in accurate crosses it's not. It's not the. Uh, yeah. It's not the Sheffield United way. He's supposed it? to not look up and just kick it. If it hits the first man, so be it. If it just goes flying past everyone, that's that's even better. But it's, turn it's... back on yourself, like Baldock, constantly coming back on yourself, that little drag back thing. Like just put it in, and yeah, lovely ball. And I had no idea it was low that scored until they actually uh, read read the score. I was convinced it was Endai because they both got coloured boots on. So I was just. And they were like a see a player, like body of body of players. And I just thought it was a striker that scored because of where it was. Yeah. And I, I didn't I thought it was end down until low scored. So that's I would have been uh, terrible with my match report. I'd have been it's... like Pritchett getting uh, players mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good job we didn't do the pub reaction straight after it'd have been all over the place, wouldn't it? You wouldn't have had the reaction to swearing. You you would have got the wrong uh, goal no, no. scorer. Yeah. Well, did, you, did, did you did you know it was low straight? Away? No, I thought it went die. Oh, uh, thank but, you. <laughs> but, but only because, as you say, as as, as it all happens so quite quick, and this is going to sound pretty shit, they do look a little bit similar. Um, and 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 you just assume that striker's going to be there and left back's not. I mean, that that shows you that how well our you know support players, if you like, were getting forward. That um, you know, you've got your right centre half setting the ball up from on the byline and, and you're sort of left back tapping it in in six yard box. Um yeah with a lovely low finish. There you go. You can have a matter face gag back as well. Back out mate. Um yeah so two nil beautiful goal. I think it, Sky they were like that's just wonderful. Like Hendry like when it comes off he's just unbelievable from Sheffield. Like, at, really at least try a Brummie accent. Not, I'm not doing a, a Scouse hybrid Brummie <laughs> accent like you. I've not heard I've not heard what he said so I'm not going to attempt it either. Um but yeah so uh 2-0 complete control and it, it will look good. To be fair to Neil he's 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 used his 
he's used his sub straight away there. He's put three on. I know there's been a lot of talk. I think Blaze Pod discussed uh, like you know subs and hecky not. I think we did it as well. Not quite getting the hang of it yet, uh, which I think he did in this game. But Sunderland first, he made made a triple sub, um, and uh, it it you know paid dividends straight away because they, they they scored not long after that. Um, but obviously, it's it's a bit like they're sending off. It's just an error, just just sloppy play. Yeah, um, old Crichton Ed. Just, just over. Well, he just played a pass into a really bad area, didn't he? I don't blame uh, McAtee at all. There, he, he just just put him under horrible pressure. And uh, was it Matete? McAtee, Matete. Matete sounds like it's like a fake virus protection that would override. <laughs> you know, like I me mean, when you get you have downloaded Matete uh, virus protection rather than McAfee, and then you have to get McAfee to get rid of to McAfee. get it off. Yeah, <laughs> but he nipped in. Fed it to, um, I think it was Stewart, wasn't it? And he played a nice ball. Um, my son was very critical of Wes on the goal after. And I was like, oh, no, it's Egan's fault. Nothing Keeper could do. He was a very long way out. Quite, Point- And I'm not, I'm one for Keeper coming out and narrowing angles. But did he, did he come too far? Yeah, I don't know. He did. I don't know. No, he definitely did. Because straight away, me and my dad said, I know we're sort of more towards that goal mm. than you. And straight away, I said to my dad, he's basically made his mind up for him. You know, we've talked about on the pod before where if you've got a striker that's, I don't know how we word it, a bit thick, that the more time they've yeah. got to think, you know, the, the, the more instinctual than sort of a thinking player, the more time they've got to think, the more likely they are to cock it up. I mean, I don't know what Graham Gooch is like in a situation like that, but the fact that he comes steaming out and he basically, he's made your mind up fear. There's, there's nothing else you're going to do. It's like, well, is miles out of his net. All I've got to do is lift it over him, and it's a goal. And that's exactly. It was it. a br- it was a brilliant finish. Fantastic fair, finish, yeah. But is but what I'm saying is, he kind of gave him. He took it yeah. from. He's got options where he's got to. Do I shoot from distance? Do I do I try and take it on? Because they were still defenders were getting back, and it weren't just a clean run on goal. Um, he's took that option out of it, and he's just basically made his mind up for him. You you, you chip me, mate. Off you go. But if he, if fall, he... If he smothers it, then you say, "Oh, he's done brilliant there, West." Get oh out yeah, and, yeah, I do, uh, I do, yeah. I'm, I'm really two faced <laughs> about this, um, but no, I think he should have stayed. I honestly think he should have stayed, stayed well back actually, because even if it had come a little bit, he's still leaving himself open uh, to be lobbed. I think I'm not saying the defenders would have dealt with it, but it, old Gucci had to done something to get in on goal, as opposed to well, goals there or just chip him. And like you say, it wasn't just chip him. It was difficult skill and he did it really well. Yeah, really good. Um, um, but it, Egan's fault, completely Egan's fault. What I will say though is uh, McAtee, I think someone who's a bit more into the flow of the game might have, you know, his threat detection wasn't very good. That's and that's why I uninstalled McAtee and got a vast instead. Um, he, he sort of wasn't aware that someone was on his shoulder and he waited for the ball to come to him. He's still like practically 100% Egan's fault, shocking pass. But I think a player that's more on the toes, uh, probably not one of our players, um, but you know what I mean? Someone who's a bit more into the game and a bit more aware sort of sees that and sticks a foot in and, and that doesn't happen. But yeah, it's all on Egan for me, despite me slagging two other players off as well. Good analysis. Um, Egan, had a, well, firstly... Um... I was going to say, I think I said to you, I don't want Stank more defending or that flare. Absolutely. Awful. That seems to be the worst smelling flare I've, I think I've ever smelled. Absolutely stunk. I don't go around smelling them. But... We, we're quite away from it. Did you notice, though, as soon as it happened, 
McBurney went and warmed up right next to it. Like, What's he doing? It's like you've got the worst lungs in stadium. You've had COVID eighteen times. You don't want to go and stand next to something that's going to get your breathing difficulties. I'm just glad the stewards reacted really quickly. Oh yeah. Well, well when McBurney <laughs> went down, I assumed he were going to go and get it himself because stewards just all stood and looked at it. Like, what are we paying these idiots for? They'll be just waiting for it to burn out. I thought, what do you mean burn out? It could be for like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, that happened. And uh, I think it's one of them, though, as a fan. You're 2-0 down when when you lob your flare on. You know, because you don't know at that point, right? You know, temp- I, I think you've just got to... And it proved right. He, 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 that was their best moment. So he, he, he used his flare <laughs> at the right time. Yeah, brilliant flare decision-making. But imagine if you throw a flare on and it's like, you know, Premier League VAR, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you brought your money back. <laughs> yeah, yeah g- give me that back. Um, after that, Egan had a spell where he just went, he just went to shit. Like, he'd kick one out, he'd give a foul away, he'd give another ball. It's like, come on, John, like, get get yourself together. And uh, he did in the end. Maybe, yeah, his hard drive, maybe his hard drive had, like, gone off <laughs> or cried and then he needed... <laughs> Needed Lister to uh, <laughs> reset him or something, or uh, McAtee to uh, clean out his uh, yeah. his bugs. But um, yeah, I, I, it, a weird one with Egan because yeah, m- much as you know, I've I've said he's got weaknesses before. His passing's really come on. I mean, the amount of times he found Bulldog in an offside position, or um, or unable to control it and just let it roll out for a throw in or whatever, it, them passes that he's, he does out are like a decent addition. It's like Norwood Light, if you like, but he's he's got a cock up in him occasionally, hasn't he? And as we've said about the shape of his head and stuff, but he's, yeah, he's, he's mostly solid, isn't he? But this period, when, it, well, I texted you, panic stations, as soon as they scored, you know, it lifted their crowd, you know, they stunk us out with a flare and right from kickoff, it was just a bit, what do we do now? Well, you're against 10 men. And you know, we keep doing keep... what you were keep doing what you were doing before that, moving it about, moving yeah. them about. But they didn't. They, they sort of shit themselves a bit, didn't they? And start to drop a bit, and it was suddenly a bit hot potato, weren't it? No one wanted it, and yeah, it, just just a bit of composure needed. Um, yeah, and then, and then we actually counted their changes, and we, with our own changes, which kind of helped us uh, get some kind of. I'm not saying we lost control because I think, like I say, we brought it on by panicking more, more than anything um but i think it was just before the changes there there was a really bad tackle from uh is it o'nion who's got a bit of form for that he's a, he can be quite dirty in Sunderland player and he's have you seen that tackle back um it's the one thing i have seen actually because i think someone someone tweeted i think a video of their tv screen didn't they like um and yeah I, at the time i didn't realize I, I didn't think it was that bad at all i just thought it was regulation booking um, but yeah, it's a regulation card. red card. Yeah, definitely orange card, definitely or whatever colour ref had. That's all the, all the Sunderland fans complain about refs, and you're not fit to referee. Like you know, they they should have been down to nine men. Yeah, and 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 every single booking they got were merited. They were yeah. like they were they were quite cynical and quite dirty. Um, yeah, there were a few, maybe a few 50-50s we got, but most of the major bookings and decisions he got right. And I can't recall anything where they were like they'd had a decision that you know affected anything in terms of they should have had a free kick near our goal or anything like that. Um, yeah, so really bad tackle. Um, yeah, lucky not to get red card. Then obviously we made the changes. He took McAtee off and Brewster off, who'd 
not really had the best. I mean, and I didn't either. To be fair, we've got to, we've got to, we've got to counter that. I know, I know. Uh, I thought Bruce did okay against Millwall. You were perhaps not as um, as, as positive as I was about him, but I don't know. I, he tries really hard. He tries really hard. He he tries to get on the ball, but those people thinking he's going to score 20, 25 goals, he just, he just didn't. I stand by what I've said on the on the preseason pod. Think of a number, what you think he's going to score. It will be nearer zero than that number, unless you say <laughs> one. In which case, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. You can't say half, can you? Or, or less than half? It'd be zero, uh, yeah, hopefully it? you can clip this and come back at the end of the season when he scored twenty eight goals and say, so yeah, look at those. And I'll episodes. say all you all you lot that said he was going to score sixty, I were right. He got nearer to zero than that. But uh, yeah, and I don't know. Uh, I, th- Again, I, I'm stealing the thunder, sort of four blades in a pub. But um, I, th- I, I think it was Phil who made a, re- I think it was Phil who made a really good point about is there an argument that um, you don't play a, especially with Sharp being out now. Um, you know, we, Bernie did well and, and might come in and start on Saturday. Possibly that that's the thing he, he may do. But do you go for it like the Spain formation? Do you play and die Berg and then Cadro McAtee and and almost kind of do that where you've got they don't know who to pick up and stuff and then you could still play your your fleck and your and your and your sort of Norwood behind. Um, I'm gonna tell you the still... biggest problem with that. They don't know who to pick up, that which fair enough. We wouldn't know what to do. That's the problem. You you I think we've seen it a bit at times when we played two or three similar players that they make the same runs and they, they sort of doing the same things and I can see an argument for it, but I think for me you need I'm going to say a focal point, but Brewster wasn't a focal point, was he? It was dropped back, actually, and then Dyer was further up, and that just didn't work at all for me. I think you still need someone whose job it is to sort of lead the line and and sort of, you know, pull defenders around and stuff like that. I, I, I think us playing sort of three or four attacking midfielders, I, maybe it will work, maybe I'm talking out my arse, but I still think you need that, that one... I want to say focal strong striker. We've not got one. But that's what Brewster is in. That's the problem. Like I looked at the, I mean, the lad up front for them, I only saw bits in, but uh, Sims and obviously took about Davis, who's gone to Watford now, sadly on loan. But I just think one guy up front who can hold the ball and bring people in play. I don't even, it's not even about scoring lots of goals for me. I know that's going to sound stupid. Like, what are you on about? Dead guy. <laughs> Strikers got to score goals. But we've got players like Endai, like Berg, like some of the others who are, chipping in with goals, you know, and the way we play and stuff. It's, I don't necessarily think we need a 30-goal or 20-goal a season player, but you need someone who's, like you say, strong and to hold the ball up. And I don't know whether Bruce is that sort of player. And he he got a bit frustrated last night. I think he was sort of chasing things and stuff. And um, But it, he had one one shot, the keeper. But he, he's not having loads. Of, he, he doesn't look to me like someone who I think he's going to score a goal. Is that harsh? No <laughs> No, I don't think it is. I don't think he looks like he's going to score a goal. And again, I really, really hope I'm wrong. As you say, he tries hard. He seems like a, you know, an hard worker, a decent lad and all that. But it's just not quite clicking yet, is it? And maybe he needs time, but he's had quite a lot of games over the last couple of years now, hasn't he? So, I don't know. You keep chipping away at it. Um, and it doesn't need to be a big, strong striker. It just needs someone who's got something. Because we've seen it with Sharp. When Sharp was doing that role, um, just running channels and you know pulling pulling out wide and pulling strikers out, which then creates room through the middle and whatever else it is. It just needs to be someone that's going to cause problems in that in that sort of... If it's going to be a lone striker or one with someone playing off it, however we do it. Um, but 
I don't think he's the one to do it. And Ndai, who, who sort of was pushed more forward, that's not his game either, not at all. We need him sort of foraging, whatever that means. But yeah, got visions of David Bellamy. All <laughs> yeah, it's like coming out of a bush going, look at this lovely moss. <laughs> I don't know. Moss, he's a referee, isn't he? You wouldn't say that. Like Brian Blessed. Gordon's... Kyron Gordon's alive! Anyway, so... Um, yeah, the changes did help, though. We out positive. Flight like just did a steady job in there, but... Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about Kadra. I think the first thing he did... Well, the first thing, ball out Sky from, from Wes, and he just, like, killed it. And, like, somehow controlled it in turn and was going at him. And he had that run down the side and won a corner. And, like, oh, crowd, like, bloody hell. Like, player that can, a player that can dribble and run. I mean, Gibbs White obviously did that to, to, to an extent last season. But just, yeah, just, like, dynamic. Like, I don't think Gibbs White was really a – he did dribble a bit, but, like, not direct at people. He more came inside and off, off, off the front. But really exciting to see. It looks like one of them ball on a string – sort of play, you know, like, it's just like bobbling around between his feet and you think he's going to lose control of it. But it's it's never out of his control and it's just sort of, I mean, it's one it's one cameo in one game, isn't it? Um, we, we might be getting carried away with ourselves, but yeah, he looked really good. He looked, he looked a threat and he looks like the kind of player to bring on in that sort of situation and sort of cause problems and, and shift sort of the emphasis and and just get us, get us on the front foot again. I think, like you say, he's going he's gonna to have some games where we might start him. I'm not saying he'll always be a sub, but we might start him and he might he might have games where he's ineffective because, um, like you say, against tiring teams, someone to, to run at him. But um, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked if he got a game on Saturday. Possibly they might put him in instead of McAtee, uh, whether he'll he'll do that or... Um, what, or can he play him and I and Bruce Rowe, McBurney at home? Could you get away with that? Do what you want. It's manager. Um, well, could you get away with that? Because then you'd have to play Berg possibly a bit more. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's, there's just lots of options. That's a positive thing. But he had three or four runs. He just kept body checking him, chopping him down, and just, just like I say, his control and and, and poise and running. Uh, you know, he, he sort of became a crowd favorite after about two minutes, which, yeah. which was normally people like we talked about. Uh, I just that guy's coming back, McAtee. It's like you, you're almost natural reaction is waiting for it to go wrong. So it's almost a surprise, isn't it? When uh, when United have a good player, <laughs> yeah. And it's I think yeah, he helped matters by just instantly being good. Um, whereas obviously McAtee, he took his time to grow into the game, and I think he, he played all right in the end. Um, but it, it obviously this is more of an impact sub, and yeah, brilliant. Gary, I, I thought. I thought that we had a really, uh, we got control of the game after that and we had a number of opportunities, not like chance chances, but got the ball. Berg was the main one doing like those sort of thrusting runs and driving and stuff. And we got in some really good areas and it was just some good passing and good movement. Just that final bit didn't quite sit or didn't quite happen. Um, I think Berg had that one shot when I think, again, Alma Hodzic and possibly Kadri, they'd done well and they brought it back to him and it took a bit of, long to get shot but he got deflect I think it actually went closer after the deflection than it so, probably yeah. did before I think keeper might have saved it uh, and it seemed to have forever to like loop up and it 
post. That time stood still. Could see it hitting post all way though, which were annoying things. So you thinking, just get this over with. It's not going in. You know, she said it was just going really slow. And just, just hit the post, please. I know it's going to hit the post. I can see it's going to hit the post. Just hit the post. Then we'll see if one of us can get nowhere near the rebound. And and they didn't. So um, yeah, so and you know we had we had a number of times where Baldock perhaps should have put the ball in, but you know Arm Hodges again, he kept getting down that side. I thought him and Berg sort of formed quite a, a good understanding. Yeah. But you know, like sort of like Basham used to do down that side. And so Baldock was involved. Norwood good, um, and then like um, Norwood had that shot that was sort of saved some good good play where he sort of yeah. um, decent effort and so good save. And then McBurney, McBurney had took his top off early. They were like, yeah, like visible groans when he took his tracking <laughs> top off. Like the opposite of watching the Chippendale. <laughs> Get it back on, McBurney. He's scrawny again. <laughs> and then he did come on. They were still like a bit, a bit groany as he, uh, as he came on. But got to give him his credit. Straight away involved. Like he had that move. We had that move where we sort of, Took about twenty passes to shift it across. It would, like, it would just pass the parcel, that weren't it? None of them wanted <laughs> was, to do it. It was. It? I described it to me. That has passed the parcel. But like, yeah. it, it probably all team. It started a right on right, did it? Come across to Cadre. Yeah. It's like, now nah, you have a go, Norwood. Norwood are like, I don't have a go. I've had that one good go. That'll be me done for the game. On to Fleck. Oh, Flake knew I'm, they were going to shout stop, didn't it? Yeah. He was like, great, 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 get rid of it. <laughs> get, and then. McBurney, and then and then he passed it straight to keeper. Yeah. Who unwrapped yeah. it? But, oh, I've got a pack of chewits. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he even unwrapped it. He like you, you start unwrapping, don't you? And then it's passed on again. You have to have unwrapped no, you, it. Before. No, no you think, do. You, no, you start pulling the wrapping off, and then it moves on. No, oh. if it stops on you, you take the wrapping off, and you hope the wrapping some, off. Yeah, so it's like multiple, it's multiple layers, isn't it? So you hope that in in the layer that you unwrap, no, but, but that's present. what I'm saying. He's took a layer off, but he's not got his fruit past us yet. No, no, yeah. It. Sometimes there's an empty layer, yeah. isn't he? So yeah. Yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, isn't it? No, <laughs> no, no, no its or um, fruit salad flavour. Better game of past the parcel would be to have things in each layer in that get better as it goes on. But I think when I played at pies, there was just that one. You'd you'd have multiple parcels. You'd, you know, going going round, but it wouldn't be within the same parcel. No, it would. You'd have so you'd you'd have a, a layer or two that's got nothing in it, but then you get a layer where it's like, oh, I've got something. In it. It'd be like one of them shitty oh, games no, where in, you've got a ball bearing in a maze in, or whatever. In my games, there'd be a few parcels, like so. You do one, and then they'd unwrap it and get your pastels, and then another one would be thrown into the. Oh no, you've, you've, the you you bet your best prize is right in the middle, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure that there was uh, a, occasional shitter prizes on the outer bit. Remember, passports are having prizes within layers. I just thought it was separate parcels. Maybe I've, so you... maybe I've, maybe I've misremembered it. Anyway, let us know, listeners. What, what 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 kind of pass the parcel game did you play, and and how did it work? What sort of, what sort of prizes did you get? What was the best pass the parcel prize you ever got? Yeah, yeah. I can't even remember what I've ever got. I think it's just always the disappointment of an empty layer for me. It's just that's just that's just my life. The life, a metaphor <laughs> for your life, an empty pass the parcel. Life. Anyway, McBurney, uh, McBurney didn't even get through passes. Which sort of, but he got a shot away. Uh, my uncle again, he rushed later to the shot like. He's got to hit that harder. And I said, well, he can't kick it harder than that. That is him kicking it as hard uh, as he can. Well, I know well, we'll, we'll, wrong. we'll come on to that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he was involved and we had um we yeah, so we had a we had a, we had a few sort of sort of efforts and stuff. And at that point, you're still worried. I said she was not too too wrote all over just because 
we'd not put game away. We, we'd had sort of opportunities to put game away and they'd put a few more subs on and you're thinking, they're going to just get one here. It's just that United negative, well, maybe it's my negative thing. But last season, we gave away a lot of goals late on. We had a few 2-2s two uh, with, with last-minute goals. A few 2-2s. A few 2 yes, <laughs> <two-twos. laughs> But... <laughs> It's all different. Whatever, you, whatever of, you've game got, dra- game whatever you wore in Italy is up to you. <laughs> but um, they didn't really threaten, did they? There were one moment though when we were attacking, and I'm all for one getting corners, putting corners in box. Um, because he he put seven minutes up, which uh, Andy was bewildered and sent us an audio message, didn't he? Seven, <laughs> but um, but the flair, and you have that many subs now, there's going to be lots of lots of time. Yeah. I don't, but he, well, I looked at him, watch that. Nearly 10 o'clock. I've not slept hardly in the last two days with bloody delays at Naples Airport. It's like, get it done. But um, we had more opportunities in, in, in the, the final stages of the game. We did, but we started doing stupid things, didn't we? So, Fleck tackle midair. I don't know if you noticed that bit. Like on, on, edge of, on edge of their area when we were attacking, he just seemed to kick something that weren't there. Not the man, not the ball, nothing. He just took a swing. And then... We're just giving daft fouls away, you know, deep Egan. into our half for no reason whatsoever. I mean, um, Ahmed Odzic had a really good game, shove, obviously. We'll get on to that. Him out, that, that shove right on byline, What? what's the point of that? Just let him go, tackle him, jockey him, whatever. Just don't do that. Do it fans, he's hard like Charlie yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> get him out. Now, and there were just a few daft decisions like that. And then... McBurney did like trying to get in on on near post for a ball and he he missed it and he did his this pisses me off he was doing like a uh, he thinks he's like a FIFA character or something he was going through his 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 disappointment animation you know like running around with his yeah, hands yeah. on his head going around in circles <laughs> games going on around him like just run after a ball I mean don't get me wrong I thought uh, another word up cameo um, I think he was he's decent again yeah I think he did really well when he came on and very good. I, I, um, it just saying to my son coming out. Like I was watching him closely. You said about the animation. I don't know what point as he was growing up that someone thought identified like because obviously you know he's he's a, he's a footballer at high level, so he's got a, you know and technically he's all right. He's better than, than you know people perhaps think. But he just he can't run. It's like he's just learned how to run as a human being. Is that again? Is that? That being too critical, but I'm watching him. He's like, he like his arms and his legs that are not in like a he like can't coordinate. Uh, for the benefit legs. of the tape, he's doing what can only be described as a jaunty. Um, well, but that thing that United fans used to do when when uh, Sinclair played Tom Hark, you remember? Like, the, it's, but in a really slow, laboured manner. Arms are going up in air, legs are moving probably under the table. Don't want to see that though. And yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Is he doesn't look like an athlete, does he? Um, but he is one. He gets paid for it. The the only moment of worry is when we had, I say, going back, we had a corner, and we, and we put it in because there was still seven minutes left. I thought, don't try and time waste now. We try and get another goal. And then I would completely change my mind. The attack, uh, bloody hell, they've got two on two. What are we doing here? <laughs> I don't know whether you saw that. Yeah, like proper end to end, weren't it? What? We left three back, oh. all back, leave them all And back. I just said, move forward, try <laughs> yeah. and get another goal. But we had we had more opportunities. Uh, McBurney, um, with a, I mean, he'd done well. He'd, he'd held the ball up, he'd, he'd looked handful and, and an excellent sort of turn and shot. And he, he hit that really hard. And that was a superb save. Low down, through a through a defender's legs. Um, yeah, I thought, I thought it was in. 
yeah, tr- trademark hard shot from McBurney. Even better save when you consider he's getting ready to pick it up and he thinks he is getting his uh, pack of fruit pastels or fruit salad chewits this time. And he says he's waiting for back pass and yeah, just come out. It's sort of like no back lift, just belted yeah, it. That's and good. Brilliant accuracy and everything, but good save. And uh, straight after that, Egan actually it hit one of the angles of his funny shape head. In a, in a good way, and uh, I thought he'd scored, and he headed it off the line, couldn't quite scramble it in. Uh, but Bernie took a good booking. I didn't have a problem with that. Great like, foul. He, he was going to kick, kick it away, wasn't he? So I was like, I was like great booking. Grinning as he did it as well. Yeah, I was grinning as he did joke. it. Yeah. <laughs> We're all grinning. Fantastic foul. And we normally have a go at him for doing them. He normally does them as soon as he's on, don't he? Just to like, oh, well, I'm here. McBurney's here, the big dog. Making hot, but this was a functional foul. Um, yeah. Keeper had got it out quick a few oh. times. Functional foul, yeah. It's a new. It's going. It's going in the uh, coaching handbook. You, and that, you... and they were through the thirds between the lines and uh, <laughs> on the turn or whatever. Yeah, high Half press, turn, high low press. block, functional foul. <laughs> copyright, Mark Webster. Yeah. But no, it was good, and and they didn't really really threaten in that seven minutes. I can't remember. They might have, did they have a corner? Maybe that was just before the seven minutes. But I, I, I can't remember thinking, oh, shit, they're going to score at, no, you know, I think at, any, at any point. Anything where you thought there might be a chance were down to us. I think they were like right on 90. I think there was some like really shit communication between our players do, doing the wrong thing sort of thing and, and, you know, not making sloppy passes. And I think, yeah, Norwood played a short one up, didn't he? And sort of not long before end. And it, it looked by this point, you know, after that initial panic station, middle of half, that... Yeah, we're kind of in control, and if we're going to cock it up, it we're going to be our fault. Look, with that note, because uh, Kadra had, had won another foul that like, helped, you know, take time down, and then Noah just booted it out for a goal. <laughs> Can you see that? <laughs> <laughs> My dad went, What's he done that for? Oh, I don't know. I think but he tried to it... chip it into a corner, but the problem is he's not Matt Fitzpatrick where he could put spin on it or and it could like you know like spin back into play good just booted it out I was like, oh great they've got a goal kick now they're just going to look but yeah, time would it be. would time anyway then to be fair he yeah. knew that he's got his watch on <laughs> we were like we were, I used to play Tribute with my dad and we had a rule that we made up in football which was uh, in Tribute which is basically I'd have a timer on uh, like side of pitch proper like clock on side of pitch uh, I think we'd play five minutes each way which Seems quite short, but for Sabuta game, that's like equivalent. It's like dog years, isn't it? Sabuta <laughs> minutes. With... Sabuto no, you won't, you, won't, you won't play 45 minutes each way. Well, you say Sabuto. that. <laughs> How long did you used to play Sabuta? I don't know. We did that league, didn't we? We did we that did league in about that league. third year. Set up a tournament, third, didn't it, teacher? Everyone like jotters writing scores. It was yeah. proper like buzzing that. And then it just folded after about it's a month. Out, didn't it? I, it was like coming to Boundary Park, coming to my house, because uh, I'd got mine on a massive piece of uh, sort of chipboard, like yeah, I across did that it card, tight, yeah, and it, it was just yeah. really great surface. Better than Bramall A1 currently, actually. Didn't have to sweep that. Um, but yeah, I think I think we played more than five minutes each way. Kind of pointless otherwise, weren't it? Spend ages biking round to someone's house, two villages away, play five minutes each way. Right, I'm off. See you later. Good nil-nil. <laughs> Well, was we used to have a rule that if it had to go, uh, I think it had to go either over halfway or past the the scoring line and the scoring line. Oh, to what to blow for full time? Yeah. So Norwood obviously a bit like rugby, isn't it? Where it has to touch So yeah. Norwood obviously thought that. Thought well, he knows now he's got to go past the that Sabutio line that Beaton and his dad used to play for full full time. So yeah, it was a full part of his plan. 
I think, you know what? I think refs do play to that sort of unwritten rule that they yeah, wait until an attack or a move's finished yeah. and then they wait for. They might as well blow then. It saves a lot of time. They wait for someone to fanny around. If it's defensive team, it's bloody ages as well. You know, the one defending the lead. Yeah. Um, or obviously last night it was just he, he got on with it. Wait for the kick, and then when it's in air, they just like the moment. I think, don't they? It's like it's like brandishing his orange card. He likes the moment of, look, I've got my minute now, and I can blow my whistle. Uh, who was your Who was your man of the match? Pretty easy one last night. Yeah, referee well, they... had a great game, <laughs> uh, apart from a few inconsistencies, um, as that I mentioned earlier. No, it's it's obvious, isn't it? It's old anal. The gag on Sky was so Lee Hendry. Who is your? Uh... Uh, Anal uh, Armahodzic, man of the match. What? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> how they laughed. <laughs> Them wags on Sky. Eh? Uh, yeah, so uh, I, I would say, well, we should do Red Arf and and obviously Blaze produced it. They did do their alternative. So who who would you like? Because you know, uh, Anno superb going forward, defending, scored, assisted, just looks a brilliant player. And all of a sudden, uh, again, quoting, I think both Red Arf and. Uh, just stealing their podcast thunder, but um, and four blaze. But you start thinking we're keeping him, like someone's going to come in for him. And uh, but uh, who, who was your secondary man of the match? Well, you mean the one that wasn't the man of the match? Yes, is what you're saying. But yes. but if the other person, but, um, I, I actually, um, I'm trying to think. Now, but I, I think Berger probably, even though I think first half you were a bit. I won't say crap, but it was just very sort of sideways, and well, that was because of the, probably the way the the formation and where yeah. where it was operating. I, I had Burge. I, I I thought second half he was a joy to watch, and I, I was just like, part of me thought he he's playing for a movie. I don't think he's that sort of lad playing for a movie as in I want away sort of thing. But actually, I'm going to put in some real good performances because I've heard bloody Milan are interested and. In, uh, you know, no, no, no offense to Fargate and the more, but uh, it, it might be a bit nicer uh, hang, hanging around. Are to... you sure though? Because have you been to Milan? You've been because I got, I heard it's not what you think it is. Because I, I've not been that far north. I've heard it's a bit. It's not an industrial city, obviously, but it's you know everyone says oh Milan, it's fashion capital and stuff like that, but. I don't think I think it's yeah, but if you've got you're in a high wage, you know, and it, like you're right, it's not amazing. It's got a bit of Manchester in terms of that industrial sense, but it's still got a nice set. It's still a nice centre than Sheffield, I would say, arguably. Never. Um, <laughs> you know, you've got you've got the posh shopping district. You've got you know the cathedral and everything, uh, and you've got you know good income. You know, hot weather. You know, you play the like. A, you know, bloody villa with an ice cream. Yeah, villa, no, villa with a swimming pool. Ice cream. <laughs> villa with an ice cream. <laughs> we could with an ice that cream. here. Yeah. Um, yeah, swimming pool, you know, nice food. It's not a difficult decision, is it? You're talking about a bit of a road there. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, well, let's see. Let's see them put up or shut up. They've all been making noises, haven't they, that, oh, we, we're thinking about making an offer, but his injury record, we're not quite sure. So, you know, the price would have to reflect that. Well, the price, that's your problem, mate. Caveat emptor or whatever they say, buyer beware. It's, you know, if you buy him and he, he goes to shit. It's, 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 our, it's our price, isn't it? It's, it's our price. The... <laughs> our price and his record, whichever one you want to look at. Uh, yeah, it's... I can imagine McCabe at this situation. He'd be literally at board meetings, like, if he was still joint chairman and, and Abdullah saying, 35 million, 35 million, 35 million. <laughs> From Barnsley, is he? Yeah. 35. 
Um, and uh, McCabe sweat, sweat pouring down. He's like, oh, no, I think we need. To, I think we need. I think we need to go back to. Uh, They've offered to, to fifteen. Bro- <laughs> I think we should go back and just accept. <laughs> if we can get another five hundred thousand out of them, I'd be happy. That'd pay for that'd pay for bog roofs at training grounds. A project that I'm setting up in Scarborough. <laughs> He's paying for near Pizzo Park. Get him salt. Yeah, Reggie agrees. Reggie agrees. Yeah. So yeah, um, no. After a crap start, first game where we weren't great, we we beat Mill deservedly with a really good performance. Um, I didn't see Middlesbrough. You said it were better than other people did, but we, we got a draw. Yeah, I, I took a draw. Before that, you could draw at Middlesbrough. At this point, we led twice, but you take a draw. Um, and then a, a good, deserved win last night after a, a slow start. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's looking fourth in the table, fourth, fifth in the table. And fourth, Blackburn, the league leaders to come. Obviously, they got thumping last night. Um, yes, look, looking a lot better. I love that. Blackburn got thumping. It's one of them that if they'd have carried on, you know, winning, 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 mm. you'd have, oh, they're going to do is they're going to turn us over. They're, they're on a run. Now they've took a thumping. I bet the thing you're going to say is they'll be looking to bounce back from that. I don't want to be, oh, it's tricky. Well, I, disagree, I disagree. Vulnerable now. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. We get, we, we, we get at them. We, we, we get at them. So, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I said before, two games, you take four points, but now you, you need what? six. Yeah. <laughs> Just them shifting expectations again. Get it for No, why aren't they defending? Four points at six, six or nothing. So yeah, I, I'd agree. I think if if we if we get a result, ideally a win, but a result on Saturday, and it's been a really good start to the season, really. Um happy with that. But yeah, win win would be ideal. I say really good start to the season. Soured a bit by Warnock coming out at half time last last night, but um, I didn't hear a word he said. But my wife thought he was drunk. She said she could hear it better from the cop. She said he was just like, I don't know when they gave him loads of free red wine, like in you know, executive box. But banging on about cop, didn't he? We're on cop in my short trousers. Just all I heard were like hard words. Ooh, cozy. Ooh, brownie. Ooh, jaggers. Ooh, <laughs> and then Sinclair. Oh, I love it, Neil. Ooh, cozy. <laughs> That's all I heard. And then I just, thanks, Neil. And then a round of applause. Sprinkling the booze. Well, I think Warner could have a sprinkling of booze more than a sprinkling of dousing. Um, I, I didn't hear any booze where I was sat, but then I'm I'm in a notorious well, Warner Maybe it was just one man, just one you. man in there. So, <laughs> you yeah. no, I, I clapped him. I clapped him. You know, it, it, at times he, it irritated me. And it, you know, it went a bit sour at the end, and he made some bewildering decisions. And he was all about Neil Warnock a lot. But um, do you know what? He gave us some. Fantastic times, and it's like the Wilder thing. I get a bit annoyed with Wilder sometimes, right? Where he is and his character. I don't know why, because these two managers, you know, after Bassett, gave us the best times of our the best times of our life. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what? But we we almost like as fans, and I'm I'm guilty of it. We're almost looking for what they did wrong or how these things they're saying now about us and stuff. And I, I'm as guilty as anyone's that. And sometimes we need to just look back and think. But yeah, but we won't go on and on about. Kevin Blackwell or David Weir, but because they were there for so long, I suppose managers, they, they kind of, you, 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 I don't know. It's I just think that. It's, I think with these two, it's because they both obviously claimed or are United fans, and yeah. it's, it, I think then any criticism, it's oh, not a United fan after all. But I'm with you. I mean, history's been rewritten a lot on Warnock. Everyone like suddenly hates him now, and yeah, he's a bit. I, I think time. I, they react last night. 
the way the crowd were were very good with him actually like yeah. the, the all the ground pretty much would give him a, a round of applause and i think he did appreciate that yeah, it looked like you were off to his sandy barge afterwards, though, didn't it? It looked like you were dressed for boating. You see, like, just go take out his uh, yacht in Capri. <laughs> well, he's on his tour. Maybe he's doing a stand-up show in, uh, after he's done Scarborough and bloody uh, Plymouth. Maybe maybe he's doing a, 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 a slot in Capri. Uh, sorry, uh, uh, Miss Lopez, you need to get off the stage now. This What's he calling his show? Are you with me? Are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't make sense, really, does it? Yeah, I'm clearly with you. I'm in the room, in the same room as you're in. I'm with you. I'm I'm with you right here. Bloody stupid name, yeah, Warnock. Yeah, yeah. Mill Warnock and Rob Coslot live from uh, from Capri. <laughs> <laughs> what dreams are made of? Not with Coslot's complexion though, or his tight trousers. <laughs> 